Welcome to Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering Minute 12, which goes from 11 to 11.59 on the clock. Uh, this minute begins where Mark Zuckerberg is telling us that LOL has some security. Um, and, and then it finishes where um, he says it's time to break out Emacs and modify the script. Uh, which is one, one of my favorite kind of like lines in this film because I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, but I st- I'm still like, okay, all right then, Mark, you do that. But I feel like I, I feel like you get it. Like, yeah. like he's just he's just described bringing out the big guns. Yeah, we don't we don't really need to know, but yeah, we understand. And joining me to talk about today is Alex Grudet. Hello, Alex. Hey, man, good to be back. You know, we're kind of in the we, we, you know we've gone through Kirkland, uh, we, we've gone through Elliot, uh, where you know there's uh, there's no indexes, and uh, you know, and then we get to LOL, and it, they require a username password combo to access the Facebook, and. Uh, uh, you know, they don't have a main database. And so, yeah, that is where he decides to break out the uh, uh, the Emacs. Now, it, on the actual, uh, what's interesting is on the actual um, thing, he actually says, uh, break out the, he says, break out the Emacs and modify the Perl script. Uh, but in the in the actual film, they drop the word Perl. They just says script. And so mm. I guess they at this point, they don't really, you know. And then also he, he talks on the, the blog, he talks more about, um, you know, how to write the Perl script and kind of gives a bit more detail. But in the film, they kind of drop that little bit and they just kind of keep on going through. Um, but yeah, and I, I mean, again, in this minute, we're getting, you know, uh, a bunch of partying. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, 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 But then, you know, we uh, it's funny because in the actual script, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of description um, from, um, you know, from Aaron Sorkin where he talks about... Um, well, he actually says the best and the brightest are checking out the hottest and the easiest, which is like, I don't know. It's kind of like, Ugh. yeah, uh, well, uh, you know, I mean, it, you know what? It gets the point. Yeah. Across. You know, it, I, I won't I won't tax him for that. Yeah. One. Uh, and he talks about, you know, the, the female bartenders. Um, and then, you know, there's mm. also like a DJ, um, which, you know, he's working with some high end equipment is how he puts it in the actual script. And and it is like, a you know, the, the actual DJ is using some fairly high end equipment. Yeah, certainly for certainly for 2003. Yeah. Uh, where um, I actually was briefly a DJ in around that time. And that the 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 stuff he's using, it was completely beyond like. Uh, be, way beyond uh, the level of anything I was working on, which might be a reflection on me. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, interestingly, in the script, he describes the uh, the the people who are in this club, and he says there are t- you know a bunch of twenty year old guys, some of whom look fifteen, in blazers, khakis, mm. and club ties, and that is the look. <laughs> that is that is what they're mm-hmm. all dressed mm-hmm. in. It is all blazers, khakis, and club ties, as far as the eye can see, for the men. Uh, obviously, you know, we, later on in this same minute, I think is where we, we get the girls dancing on a table and they're wearing a lot less than, you know, uh, blazers, khakis and, and club ties. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I do want to talk about that when we get to it, I think. And, but before we bounce off the DJ equipment, I thought it was really interesting when I was rewatching this, you know, I think the way, the way it's described in the script, you know, Aaron Sorkin is talking about like next level, luxury that that this whole this 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 demimonde that we've been that we've been snuck into uh that that everything is just is just absolutely top shelf but the way the the way this minute is edited you've got a lot of back and forth between uh, at least a couple of occasions of back and forth between mark at his keyboard where he's literally like 
making keystrokes that are going to change the world, cutting to the DJ with his virtual, uh, you know, uh, ones and twos, um, and which really draws this great contrast of like there's tech and then there's tech you know there's the tech you use for play if you're a dj and then there's using technology for for work even if it's insidious work and it draws you know this is where you we talked about in the last minute how you've got this really boisterous exclusive party going on in these four sad sack guys this is where i feel like it starts to turn a little bit and you realize you've got you may have decadence over here but it's completely lightweight and surfacey while while things are getting really real over in Kirkland. Yeah. I mean, you know, we obviously Mark goes through the houses. He says Lowell. He says Adams. He says Quincy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, th- I think it's funny mm-hmm. as well when he says Quincy has no online Facebook. What a sham. Nothing I can do about that. And I think that line's interesting because it's like, oh, he will do something about that eventually. <laughs> like, eventually yeah. Quincy will have an online Facebook. But, it, you know, that line isn't that loaded in the script, but... When you hear it, you know, watching this minute by minute, you can't help but be like, oh, okay, yeah, he's going to do something about that. And there's, and I can't remember if it's the Quincy thing or if it's in like a minute prior to mine, but it's a thing I like, so I'm going to talk about it anyhow, if that's okay. Um, I think one of the first times they mentioned Facebook in this as he, like in his VO, as he's typing along, you get the little red uh, Microsoft uh, squiggle yeah. under the word Facebook, suggesting this is a typo. Yeah. Um, which is really striking because on this particular night in 2003, that would not have been an according to Hoyle word to use. I think if you're using Microsoft Word, I think that still happens now. Yeah. So I feel like Microsoft maybe needs to get with it. But I remember, <laughs> like, even from the first time I saw this, thinking that was such a clever little detail to pop out, like, like have this stodgy old piece of software being like, oh, you've spelt that wrong. Yeah. I, well, that I mean, that was from the end of last week. But yeah, when he talks about there's no centralized mm. Facebook, that's the first mention of Facebook in the film. Um, yeah. And, right. But then also when he says like, you know, Dunster is intense. Not only is there no directory, mm. but there's there's no like way for him to, to get any pictures. And I mm-hmm. think that's quite interesting because it's like, oh, so they have actual security. You know, there's some even though even though later on, mm. you know, he in front of the ad board, he'll be like, I pointed out some security flaws. It's like, yeah, but some of the directories had actual security you couldn't get around. Like, right. you know, I've always wondered, was that a question of Dunster having better? It was Dunster, right? Yeah. Um, having having better security in place or just being so far behind the curve that, like, they hadn't even evolved to the point of having a centralized Facebook, let alone the taking the extra steps to protect it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, maybe they had good security or maybe they just didn't have a Facebook at all, so they didn't need the security. Yeah. But either way, we never know. As we're talking about this now and all the one-at-a-timing, this is this whole sequence serves as a really good metaphor for what it used to be like to try and find people from high school or wherever on the internet prior to the advent, you know, like the real uptick in social media, yeah, um, er, uh, or social networking. Excuse me, um, because it's we have all, and I was I was a much younger man at the time. I was maybe I was I had maybe not developed the personality I have now, but I feel like. There aren't too many among us who haven't at some maybe pre-MySpace, pre-Friendster point been like, I wonder what such and such from high school is up to only to only to find out, oh, there are 
14,000 people with that name in this country, this is just not going to work. Yeah. Or even, um, you know, there are some times that I remember when I would, you know, run into people in, in, in like my, uh, my town center, um, you know, who maybe I hadn't mm-hmm. seen since school, you know, for, for like three or four years or five years, something like that. And they would talk about someone and they would go, oh, yeah, that, that person died. And you'd be like, oh, mm. like you wouldn't realize because obviously, you know, you're only like 20 something. You wouldn't expect that people from your, you know, from your class would be dead. Um, but you would mm. find that out and you'd be like, oh, but now if any one of my former classmates, uh, if any anything was to befall them, uh, it, it spreads across Facebook pretty damn quick. <laughs> and so, like, you, you know, there's... The, the other side of that coin, and I'm going to get a little philosophical about Facebook here. Uh, I remember back in the early Facebook days, like, or at least open to the public, um, I remember a co-worker of mine in, like, 2008 talking about how it was, like, uh, Facebook was just friend cold storage, that the sort of natural evolution of a friendship where you meet someone at school or at work and you're friends with them for a while and then you fall out of touch uh, and then you move on and you meet new people, that doesn't exist anymore. That people whom you don't have an active relationship with, you still are up on everything in their lives, Uh, which uh, is a very strange thing and a sort of fairly recent phenomenon in human society. I think, to your point, you get... You know, you used to get the gossip of, you know, via the rumor mill. Oh, such and such from from middle school uh, died in a car accident or whatever. And not only were you not automatically expected to know that they had died, you weren't even necessarily automatically expected to remember who that person was. Yeah. And now it's now it's like it's unconscionable to think there might be someone from some point in your life that it's like, nope, I don't, I don't know who that is, who you're describing. <laughs> yeah. Although I'll say this, um, the year I was born was actually a, a year where there were less births. Uh, one of the, it's one of the lowest hmm. birth years in existence, uh, in this country. Um, probably oh, like, wow. it's, it's, the, it's kind of like the, it's like the exact opposite of like a baby boom. Like all of my, cl- all yeah. of my class sizes <laughs> at school were very small. And the year that oh. I was in when I was in senior school was that was like the smallest year in the entire school. Basically, there was only like 120 students, whereas most years it was close to 200. Um, so, uh-huh. like, I mean, I kind of did kind of keep in touch with most of my school friends because I had such a kind of small school year that it was quite easy to do. But, yeah, I mean, these days with mm-hmm. kind of like bigger schools and bigger classes and all that kind of stuff, it, you know, it, it, it would kind of be hard if you didn't have Facebook to kind of remember everybody that you're friends with. Um, and also at this point, yeah. you know, as you go on in your life, you know, people you've worked with, you know, um, just even at this point, people you've randomly met at parties, <laughs> you know, like. Mm-hmm. It, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you, have you had this experience? Because it's such a rare phenomenon. I, I always sort of love whenever it happens. Do you, Is there anyone you've you've looked up on a social network and just not found them and maybe gone a step further and uh, Googled them only to find they they have like no footprint whatsoever. Like they're just Julia Stiles from the Bourne movies. They're just, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, there is one person that I was close friends with when I was in um, what over here is, is called junior school. And so I mm. hadn't, re- I mean, I think I'd seen him once since uh, we were 11. Uh, his birthday is one week before mine. And he has an unusual uh-huh. surname, which meant I looked him up on Facebook. He had a Facebook page, but he basically hadn't updated it since basically the day he joined it. Um, and he has no other social who, media who presence. Are, who are these people? Yeah. 
Who are who are they te- who are they telling things to? Like like people in the same room? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, but like, and none of his family yeah. were on there. Like he has a he has a unique enough surname mm. that I could kind of basically search for everyone I knew that was related to him, and then none of them are on, are mm. on there. He's like his profile is the only one, and there's not even like it's public, and there's not even any interactions with anybody on there. It's just like one or mm-hmm. two like. Uh, factual statements, you know, like that Facebook puts up there anyway of like when the person was born or when they joined Facebook or, you know, stuff like that. And there's no mm-hmm. other kind of mm-hmm. comments on his his profile. But yeah, he basically doesn't exist in terms of like social networks yeah. and stuff. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there something very strange but very special about an experience like that? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, kudos to him for, for, for managing to have mm-hmm. no online footprint. It's it's kind of amazing. I mean, if you if you if you do manage to get in touch with him, find out how he spends his hours. Like <laughs> like like, is he is he working? Is he doing his job? Yeah. Uh, reading books, I, spending time with loved. I mean, ones, if I do get looking, in contact with him, making eye contact. If I get in contact with him, the first thing I'll do is is uh, ask that he subscribes to all my various uh, podcasts and listens to some of those. Oh well, uh, obviously you know, he must have tons of, of free time. Um, but that brings uh-huh. us around to the Tuesday question, which is: Do do you know when you joined Facebook? Yeah, I um, I had uh, I, I joined Facebook in two thousand seven. Uh, I had kind of resisted it. Uh, I was already I'd already gone through I'd already done Friendster and graduated to MySpace when it turned out more people I was hanging out with were on MySpace, and I felt sort of done at that point. And I started hearing Facebook come up kind of the way around the same time I would hear people talk about High School Musical, which is like, okay, it's clear that you love this thing that I am too old for. <laughs> and then, but then literally all it took was a friend of mine saying, hey, I'm off MySpace, I'm on Facebook. And I was like, all right, fine. And then next thing you know, I'm, I, uh, someday, and I think, you know, I feel like right before you die, your, you, your brain flashes up a complete log of the amount of hours you've spent on Facebook and that that actually is what kills you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I was I hopped on in 2007, uh, not long after my wife and I had gotten married. Um, and uh, so I think my first profile picture was of me on my honeymoon. and um, And then it became... And then, like, instantly it became this thing uh, where I'd gone from, like, oh, you're on Facebook to suddenly be like, you're not on Facebook. You should be on Facebook. Why aren't you on Facebook? Oh, mom's on Facebook. Yeah. That, well, that's it. That's the natural cycle of Facebook, isn't it? Um, and yeah. now the natural cycle is, oh, you know, your, your, your grandparents have forgotten their login. So here's a new request from them on a new profile that they've just had to start. Um, and their and right. their and their their picture is sideways because they don't know how to rotate pictures. Exactly, or or having to articulate the sentence, I need to unfriend my film school professor because he's anti-vax. <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that is that is the, that's where we're at, isn't it? With uh, with Facebook. Yep. But yeah, so well, I feel like we've uh, we said as much as we can for this minute. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Alex? Uh, you may, if you so choose, follow me on Twitter. I am at Menace2Snacks. That's the number two, Menace2Snacks. You can find me sounding off on topics as, uh, as varied as, um, uh, how Star Wars is good and how Donald Trump is bad. <laughs> and you can find us on MySpace at MySpace.com slash The Social Minute. And we're also on Twitter at Social underscore Minute and on Facebook at The Social Minute Podcast. Thanks once more for being my guest here today, Alex. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And otherwise, we'll see you